fresh dose of tech news and insight. This is the Early Burb Briefing. It is Wednesday, August 3rd, 2022. This is the Early Burb Briefing. I'm Eagle Falcon. All right, so TwitchCon has made an announcement. It is in regards to how things are going to be at the convention. One of the biggest questions when it comes to pretty much any of these conventions is what guidelines must be followed when it comes to, you know, preventing the spread of COVID-19 and the various other flavors of diseases you're going to end up getting inevitably from conventions. Twitch has posted the following. We're constantly reviewing our health and safety guidelines along with local authorities in accordance with current local guidelines. There will be no COVID-19 vaccination or testing requirements at TwitchCon San Diego. Although masks are encouraged, they are not currently required to attend TwitchCon. Please ensure that you are comfortable with our current health and safety measure before you purchase your ticket at TwitchCon. Note that TwitchCon San Diego will be presented in accordance with applicable public health and safety guidelines as of the date of the event. This means that the health and safety measures for our event may change at any time as determined by federal or local government agencies, the venue, and or Twitch. Such measures may include, without limitation, changes to capacity, attendance procedures, and entry requirements, such as proof of vaccination and or negative COVID-19 test and other protective measures, such as requiring attendees to wear face coverings. Any ticket holder who does not comply with the guidelines in place as of the date of TwitchCon San Diego may be refused admission or will be asked to leave the venue, and such ticket holder will not be entitled to a refund. That is the entire post. Here's my thoughts on it. I am a little surprised. For... A big convention like TwitchCon that's placed in San Diego, of all places, a place that is um, very, very aggressive when it comes to how it handles, I mean, the whole state is, how it handles uh, COVID-19. It's surprising to see that their local guidelines say that not only are no face requirements required, but no COVID-19 vaccination is required. Now, in all fairness... I have been vaccinated. I got the primary the primary shot and the required second shot, which I don't know which d- does wish to be perfectly honest. But, you know, that's that's me not being a virologist. I am 99% certain that all active strains of COVID-19 are still very much going to get me. And I have a feeling that these strains have mutated enough that I doubt my vaccination will provide me any real resistance to the vac to the virus. That being said, I am relatively healthy and I should personally survive if I were exposed to current flavors of COVID-19. I think it's important for each individual to do exactly what the what Twitch said. Evaluate your own status of health. And here's what I'll also say. I'm surprised by the vaccination status. That that I actually am. I would have thought they would have required at least vaccination status. 
not requiring masks, I am not shocked at all. A place like TwitchCon, I guarantee you, everyone's just going to use like decorative cloth masks to show off some gaming fad or whatever. And basically masks will do pretty much nothing because none of them are going to have the proper filtration that is necessary. A mask requirement in a situation like TwitchCon would be an absolute joke. And anyone who thinks that it would help is kidding themselves. It, they really are. I don't think it would matter. You, you, everyone's going to be too close to each other, no matter how, how much, um, even if they went ahead and put like an occupy, a, um, a maximum attendance per room requirement or anything like that, it's not going to matter. It's a convention. You're going to catch some form of the flu, some form of the, of the cold. It's, it's going to happen. We call it con crud for a reason. And, you know, with something like COVID-19, that's going to get mixed into the whole dish that is con crud. You're going to get it. If you don't think that your health situation is strong enough to survive it, I'd play it safe and don't go. That may be hard for some people to, to hear, but you got to look after yourself. You got to go ahead and do what is smart. Even if they did have vaccination requirements and require masks to be worn, if I was immunocompromised and my health and, and I feel that my livelihood could be threatened and end up in the ICU or worse if exposed to COVID-19, I wouldn't go to TwitchCon even if masks and vaccines were required. That's just the truth of the matter. And I think that is something that a lot of people are just, a lot of people are freaking out about this, about this decision by Twitch. And I just got to call it like it is. I don't think it would matter one way or another whether these guidelines are in place or not. And personally, I don't think I would, I mean, I'll, I'll be perfectly honest. I'm not going to go to TwitchCon. I'm not going to go to TwitchCon because A, financially, I cannot afford a trip to San Diego. B, the workspace I am in right now is so short-staffed. No one could fill in for me if I went. And C, if I got COVID-19 or the flu or anything, and I had to be out for multiple days, I don't think work could handle that either. So, I mean, for those reasons, I'm not going to go to TwitchCon. It's going to have nothing to do with masks or the vaccine requirement. So that's my thought on that. A lot of people are now trying to go ahead and say like, oh, I'm not going to go because Twitch is not making this decision. I think that's silly. I think that is absolutely silly to make a decision based on that alone. When, as I said, when push comes to shove, you're going to get it anyway. Even if they went ahead and followed and required masks and required the vaccination, this stuff is mutated to the point where it's, it's going to get you anyway. So what is it really prevented? It just is what it is. It's unfortunate, but what can you do? So that's my thoughts on TwitchCon. Meanwhile, we have an update with VR chat. VR chat, of course, has still, in fact, doubled down on their very interesting life decision to still move forward with being very anti-mod and anti-community content with this push for their anti-cheat. I still think it's a terrible, terrible decision for them to do so. 
I don't think there's any way to, to to beat around the bush. That's a terrible decision. It's one they shouldn't make. Ah, but you see, VR chat has now proven one thing. This is not about malicious mods. It's not. I can prove this isn't about malicious mods. You want to know why I can prove this isn't about malicious mods? I have this post from a community discord in regards to VR chat. And I want to state this. As I read what is posted here, I can confirm this is correct. I'm going to read the post verbatim. This is not the announcement I wanted to write. I'm sorry in advance. Earlier today, VRChat submitted a cease and desist to the creator of the VRC private server project. We estimate that this letter was written by a high-tier law firm and probably cost about 10k plus. Let me interject. You would actually be surprised how little it would cost a lawyer to actually like write a basic cease and desist. I don't think that it, they paid 10k to make this happen. They did pay us. I will say they paid, I'd say probably high three digits, possibly low four. Because here's the thing. If it was actually by a high, high tier law firm, they would have said who it was. But anyway, getting back to the post, it reads as follows. VRChat is on a warpath against modders, and that's not something I want to mess with. When I say I, I'm of course referring to the person who posted this. As a result of this, and also due to the inactivity of the network, we will be taking the EMMVRC network down in three days. This includes all avatar exports, download servers, and avatar searches. It is not safe to host anymore. If you need your avatar list for any reason, please submit an export request through, and then they mention the channel, before the fourth of the month. After that, we will no, we'll not be able to honor any export requests and the database will be taken offline permanently. This is extremely dangerous behavior by VRChat, and it means that not only is VRC modding dead, but other communities could be next. As a reminder, not safe for content and activities are against VRChat TOS, and I wouldn't be surprised if that could be their next target. They very clearly do not care about the potential aftermath and are going at, and are going to do anything necessary to purify their platform. I strongly urge you do not pay, pay for or renew your VR chat plus and make your voices heard across the platform reviews. I also strongly urge you to check out alternatives and then they list a few more. And finally, and I really shouldn't have to say this, but don't harass the VR chat devs. Tupper is a community manager and has nothing to do with the decisions made by the higher ups. Keep things civilized, please. I'm sorry things have come to this. Again, this is not the announcement I wanted to write, but it is necessary for the sake of everyone in the project, and I wish you an adequate day or above. That apparently was posted from what I assume being the EMM VRC network. The post came to me just as a screenshot, but I was able to confirm that in fact, the private server project is being taken down due to a cease and desist. I'll be blunt. VRChat's moves are not about getting bad actors. VRChat's moves are about monetization. This is now blatantly obvious. To go ahead and ban mods so that they can go ahead and sell 
other modifications and other assets through a marketplace and take the cut, I think is going to be the route they try to take. First, trying to implement the anti-cheat to get out all the modders. Well, now you can't add whatever you want anymore. Now you're going to have to go through other channels, which currently don't exist. Ah, now you have a private server project that has now been sent a cease and desist. So another avenue of trying to go ahead and take advantage of the community is now gone. And keep in mind, this project's been around for a while. It wasn't ready ready, but it's been around. They could have gone after it at any time. It could be they only just noticed it now. But that seems unlikely. But of course, we could be wrong. To me, though... The only reason you would take these, the only reason you would go ahead, implement an anti-cheat, ignore your community when they plead, please don't do this. This will kill community support. This is going to kill a lot of the various this, that's, and the other things that we've had in the community. Please don't do this. Please, 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 please don't do, just, just give us anything, you know, and there's plenty of other solutions they could have done to go after the bad actors rather than, you know, nuke all third-party tools. They could have opened up modding support. They could have created, you know, or just announced that, hey, you know, we're going to implement th this uh, third-party tool. We're going to implement this thing. But we want to go ahead and give an avenue for, th for official third-party mods that we can approve. They could have gone that route. They didn't. They then doubled down on the anti-cheat, despite the insane community backlash. And now, as their community that have absolutely loved the game, look for any other way to go, they are being shunned again, as a private server project is shut down. I think in the end, they want to go ahead and open a market marketplace and take revenue from it. That is what I think. Here's my question. Who's going to be left? Like, seriously, the massive amount of just shunning of your own community. What does this say to everyone that spent hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of dollars, some even up in the thousands, in just VR gear, just to go ahead and enjoy this early adopter platform? This doesn't send a good message. This is how you kill your own platform. And at this point, it appears they're killing it for the sake of greed. Maybe I'm wrong. I'd love to hear some other theories. Is this just them trying to purify their platform? Is this really just them trying to go ahead and take full control of it? Here's what I gotta ask them already see how badly the metaverse is going that Facebook is trying to run. They have full control over it. Why would you want to be them? Think for a moment. That's going to do it for me. Stay safe and stay healthy.